Thank you for tuning in to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. A no-judgment zone podcast that covers lifestyle, entertainment, news, and sports. Even though KC doesn't watch sports. But these are minor details. (laughs) By the way, he reads tarot cards too. Yes, I really mean it. He reads tarot cards too. And now, the host you've tuned in for, K.C. Phoenix. It is so good to be back doing my episodes again. Before I go any further... KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms, even though after my episode yesterday, you know, I'm not doing that much social media. Okay, where to start, where to start, where to start, where to start, where to start. The hospital visit, because I told you that I would talk about that, and that is what I plan to do. Today's been, actually, today's been really good. Today's been good. I can't complain, and if I did, it wouldn't help anyway. For the hospital visit, I told you I was back in the hospital on the 24th. I believe that was a Friday. Not Friday before last. So, and it was due to chest issues. And mind you, I had been having those issues before I went for a few, for a few days. So, I've been doing a lot of trial and error lately is what's been going on. And for those who are new to this, I I had mono in 2020. And ever since then, it's done a whole number on my system. And I'm adjusting. I'm still adjusting to getting things somewhat back to normal and being even better than before. And now I'm at the point where I'm just experimenting with as many things as I can experiment with until I find my groove. Because... One thing that I've learned is that what works for one person may not work for another person, if that makes sense. So, and again, I'm not a licensed doctor or medical professional or anything like that. You you have to have that conversation with your doctor or with a medical professional or a nutritionist or whoever you need to speak with in the community that deals with health and fitness and determine what's best for you. However, comma, those things are usually determined by trial and error. Have you ever noticed with certain things like lotions or what have you, they say on the bottle, rub a little bit on your skin, on a small area of your skin and see if there is a reaction. Now, most of us usually don't do that. We just go ahead and lather the lotion on our bodies and then it, it it is what it is. But for the most part, when you're applying something to your body, if I'm not mistaken, almost on every single bottle, I've seen it, I've read it, where it's like apply it on a small space 
and then if there's some type of reaction discontinue use that's how things are in general when it comes to health and fitness you try something and if it works great if it doesn't stop doing it (laughs) you know so yeah and that's the point that I'm at right now I decided to try something new with a new type of vitamin C and it was double the amount that I had used before because it's like the 500 I did the 1000 because I was like okay let me do the 1000 because it's good for the immune system blah 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 all of that stuff fine now mind you before I had cut back on the vitamin C because I was overdoing it with it. And it was, you know, giving me acid reflux and things of that nature. So I was like, okay, let me cut back and do the 500 every now and then, and then that'll be that. But I just decided to do the 1000 and I tried the pill and it's like, okay. But I didn't know that it had a different type of magnesium in it. Because there's different types of magnesium. So keep that in mind. Because when people say, oh, you need to take magnesium. Okay, which one? Because there's one magnesium that's good for your heart. And there's the other magnesiums. I believe one's good for circulation. And then another one's good for something else or, or what have you. So you really need to narrow down what you want what type of magnesium you want to take so you know that you're taking the best one for whatever um, I don't want to say let me phrase it this way bear with me mercury is still in retrograde here so I have you know issues with communication for whatever result you're aiming for that is why you need to narrow down the best type of vitamin um, the best type of magnesium to aim for that result. So, I took a different vitamin C that had a different type of magnesium in it outside of the magnesium I take every day. Just It's just a small little bit that I mix in with my hibiscus tea, which if you haven't had hibiscus tea, is so good. But yeah, I drink my hibiscus tea twice a day and then I mix in just a little bit of magnesium just a smidge because they say you can do like um, I think it's like a half a cup I do like a half of teaspoon of it I don't even do that much and it's really really good and I was like okay so I have that and I, I was thinking that there was an issue because it was two different types of magnesium well over after I took that pill that vitamin C pill the, the 1000 instead of the 500 my body started doing something weird in my chest area that it's never done before. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to deal with it is what I will do. Because ever since the mono thing, and for my listeners, you know the deal. For the for my new listeners, yeah, it, it's an experience. Because you think, oh, well, this could be really bad. But then it's like, oh, it's not that serious. And when you have so many false alarms, you just cut back. And it's like, okay, whatever. It, it'll eventually pass like everything else. And that's usually what happens. It does. 
But this particular time, when I was doing, or should I say when my body was doing what it was doing, I was just like, this is really weird. I haven't felt this before. And I'm like, okay, this is in the chest area. Because instead of it feeling like my chest was heavy, it was more like it was a sharp pain is what it was. And it would just be random. And it would happen. And this was happening over a few days. uh, Over like, so that was a Friday I went. So over probably Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. This was happening. And it was happening randomly. And I'm just like, ugh. And it was in the morning time. I'm like, do I really want to go to the hospital for this? And something said, you know what? Just go and find out what it is. Worst case scenario, it is something and then they fix it. Best case scenario is that it's not anything and then they can sort of tell you everything is on the up and up or not. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I go online to my insurance company's website to see the providers in the area. And because I'm thinking that it may be related to the heart, I'm like, okay, let's see if there's any hospitals or whatever that might deal with that. So come to find out, there is this huge hospital that's not too far from me. And that's one of the things they specialize in. And I was like, okay, let me just go there and see what happens. So I get to the hospital and park and all that jazz. And I tell them what's going on. And the emergency room was actually semi-full, which was kind of interesting. And I get checked in because if if you're dealing with anything related to like chest pains, numbness of the face, blah, 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 that type of area, usually they will expedite the whole process to make sure you're not about to fall out. So first thing they talk about, you know, they they start checking the vitals and then they're like, we're going to give you an aspirin because that's what they say do. And I'm like, hmm, I guess, fine. And then they're like, can you breathe? I'm like, I, I say what I always say to all of my doctors anytime I'm dealing with them. Anytime they're like, can you breathe? I'm like, I have the lungs of Pavarotti. Breathing is not the issue. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, it's a little bit of a sharp pain in my chest. I was like, it's been going on for a few days now, just randomly. And they're like, okay. So they take me, once they get me in, they take me back to this area. There is no privacy whatsoever in this area. And they have me set up in in a chair. It's almost like a recliner. And the nurse comes over to me. And she's like, I'm going to get your IV done. And I'm like, IV? Wait a second. I'm thinking in my head, IV. And I was like, well, maybe she just misspoke. Because that happens sometimes where they're saying one thing, but they're doing another. And I'm thinking that she's about to take my blood. Well, this nurse is so good. 
she if I owned a company of assassins or ninjas or something like that, I promise you, I would go looking for this nurse. I thought that she just took my blood. She did what she said she was going to do. She got my IV done. I had an actual, when I, when she, she's like, I got your blood. I looked back at my right arm. There was an IV in my arm. I never felt her stick anything in my arm. That's how good she was. And mind you, and it wasn't a thing of like, oh, my arm's numb or anything like that. No, none of that was going on. I didn't feel anything. That's how good she was. And usually with the IVs, that's a lot more stuff. It's not like where someone's taking blood and then, you know, they stick the needle in, they pull the needle out, and then that's it. No. She managed to get the IV done, taped up on my arm, and everything out the way. That's how good she was. So I'm like, oh, wow, I really have an IV in my arm. (laughs) And I'm trying to. I'm attempting to process this. So, and it's not where my IV is connected to something. It's just in case they need to connect it to something or they need to get blood and do that. Okay. So in the midst of all of this, they're running the blood test and getting that, you know, getting that stuff out the way. So as I'm waiting, mind you, this was, I had went at probably at nine something, give or take. I don't eat breakfast until late. I usually don't eat breakfast until about nine o'clock, nine thirty, sometimes 10 is when I eat breakfast. So I had not eaten breakfast yet. We're going on about 10 o'clock or 10-ish something. And I'm like, oh my goodness. How long am I going to be here again? (laughs) Because I hadn't had anything to eat all morning long. And I went to the nurse, the ninja. (laughs) And I asked her, I was like, uh... How long is it going to take for them to get the blood work back and everything? She said, well, depending on what comes back, it could take an hour to four hours. She's like, if everything comes back fine, then it's only going to be an hour or so. We'll get you out of here. She's like, if something comes back in the blood work that is not fine, then it may take four more hours. And I'm like, okay, well... I haven't eaten today. (laughs) And is there any way I can get something to eat? So she's like, well, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. What do you have? And she said, well, we can do a sandwich or either a fruit plate with cheese. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of a picky eater. So, with the sandwich, do you have anything with tuna? And she's like, no, we don't have anything with tuna. I'm like, okay. I was like, I guess the fruit plate with cheese. So, she is about maybe 15 minutes. She comes back to where I'm sitting at in the chair. And she's like, the... 
you know, the ER doctor okayed you getting the fruit plate. And it was it was a nice little spread, I must say. It was like saltine crackers and some cantaloupe and honey melon and pineapple and grapes and the the cheese reduced fat by the way because i'm not a huge fan of cheese just so you know if you want to know something that has a lot of cholesterol in it cheese has a ridiculous amount of cholesterol in it. i never really paid attention to it but that's something i found out later on so yeah if you want to lower your um, cholesterol really quickly cut cheese out of your diet you will be surprised. And don't do that um, fake cheese either because if you read the back and compare the ingredients and everything, it's pretty much the same thing. You're not getting anything better. It's a scam. Just throwing that out there. But I digress. So I start eating the fruit and all of that stuff. Mind you, I have a lady next to me who fainted and fell or something like that and hurt her leg that was already hurt. And then a guy was wheeled in who was having issues. So I'm in between these two people. Again, there's no privacy. So the doctor comes back out and he's like, are you having any issues in your legs? And I'm like, no. He's like, you're not feeling any soreness. Then he starts feeling my calves and stuff. I'm like, no. I'm like, the only time I feel soreness is, of course, if I do stretching or something like that. But I was like, really, that's it. He's like, have you had to sit for long periods of time? And I'm like, well, I just drove from California. But, I mean, that was almost, what, a month ago? And he's like, well, still, that was sitting for a long time in your car. And I was like, well, I don't see that being an issue right now and he's like but you don't feel anything I'm like no 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 I don't feel anything and I'm like and he's like okay so he said we're waiting on your blood work we just want to see what it says and once we have that we can determine if you need to stay any longer so the blood work comes back and then he comes to me and he's like well the enzyme that there's two enzymes that they look for, something to that effect. One of the enzymes was fine. The other in the enzyme, he said it was more elevated than he would have liked, is what he was saying. He's, he was saying that it wasn't giving the indication that something happened heart-wise or whatever, but just to be on the safe side due to it being elevated, he wants to check me for blood clots. I had never been checked for blood clots before because they had already done the x-ray. They did the chest x-ray. And he's like, chest x-ray was fine. But the enzyme, one of the enzymes was elevated in the blood work. So he's like, I need to send you to get a CAT scan done. He's like, we already, obviously we already did your chest x-ray, but due to the enzyme being elevated, I need to check you for blood clots. So this is where it gets interesting. The guy comes to pick me up, takes me back to the area to get the CAT scan done. I lay on the table. Mind you, I have the IV in my arm. The guy comes over to the IV with no warning whatsoever. 
and he runs this liquid into my veins. I think he said it was saline or something. And I was like, whoa, dude. And he's like, oh, I was just making sure that it's working properly. I'm like, yeah, I felt it is working. He's like, okay, now I'm going to give you warning this time. I have to pump something into your veins so we can check you for blood clots. I think it starts with the C or whatever. And he's like, you're going to feel like you're going to the bathroom on yourself. But don't worry. He's like, also, you might feel a little bit nauseous or you might feel a little bit dizzy. But like I said, I'm going to give you warning this time when I pump this stuff into your veins because it was different from the stuff he originally pumped into my veins to run the test without warning. So he hooks me up to the thing and I start taking deep breaths and the table starts going back and forth. It's like, breathe in, hold it. All right, let it out. Then table keeps sliding back and forth, all of this stuff. And the stuff that he pumped into my veins, yeah, it did. I didn't feel dizzy. I didn't feel nauseous. But yeah, it did feel like I was going to the bathroom on myself. Like I, like I was urinating. So and it, I think it was uh, actually yellow, too. Go figure. So I was going back and forth on the table. <laughs> Got that done. Okay. So I get back to the chair that I was sitting in. And another nurse is helping me out because the other nurse, the ninja nurse, was busy. Well, the other nurse that was helping out, she's like, wow, you have nice veins. And I'm like, what? (laughs) She's like, I can't help it. I like your veins. I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking in my head, is I always, you know, secretly, when I deal with medical institutions and they have to take blood, point zero 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 one percent of me sometimes think I think that they might have an agreement with some hidden group of vampires that we don't know exist and when I hear a nurse (laughs) say to me you have nice veins I can't (laughs) that she can't that she's like really obsessed with my veins she's like oh that's a good one there too I can't help but dip into that point zero 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 one percent in my mind of okay vampires might be real and they might have an agreement with the hospitals because it's it's little moments like that that my spidey sense starts going off a little bit. But she's like, yeah, I just, you know, I like veins and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, you like veins. 
all right. I'm like, well, my vein, I, I have veins because I drink a lot of water. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, she's, I can tell that you're really hydrated. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so she's getting the IV hooked up to the bag for, um, I guess, nutrients, whatever. That type of stuff. To make sure I don't get um, dehydrated, losing all of the necessities to keep the body going. So she's doing that, and she's impressed with the veins. The what's I, I'm looking for the term. What is the term? What do you call her? The lady who does the registration, where she like verifies your insurance, and also takes your payment and everything. So she starts to come through and I show her my insurance card. I'm like, well, I still have my California license, you know, but here's my insurance card and, you know, here's my my debit card so I can do the copay because she has to collect the money for the copay. And I'm doing that. And then we're just, you know, we're chatting it up and everything. And I'm telling her about the possible heart issues and everything else. And she's like, oh yeah, this hospital is great for that. Come to find out her son uh, is a patient at that hospital too when it comes to heart stuff. And she's like, they are very, very good. And as she's setting everything up for me to sign off on, because you have to sign all the paperwork, I'm reading through all of the stuff. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. What about this? What about this? And I'm laughing. She's laughing. The guy who's helping her, who had been there longer than her, is also, you know, helping out. He's like, not many people read through this stuff. I'm like, no. Ever since I had a little incident with one of the hospitals in California, I was like, I'm really reading through this. And one of the things, I think it was Section 9 or whatever of the agreement that I was signing, it was talking about how... The person who may administer services to you may not be affiliated or in the network of the hospital. And that's what I brought up to them. I'm like, look, I had this issue. And for my longtime listeners, you know what I'm talking about. Because that was when I was telling you that I had to have my attorneys send something to the hospital and the agency because my insurance company in the hospital were dealing with whatever they were dealing with saying that this money was owed and I'm like uh uh-uh. uh no 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 and who knows knock on wood that it won't come up but it might because mercury's in retrograde and of course things pop up during retrograde but I was like uh uh-uh. uh and I was telling the guy about the story who was helping the girl that was doing everything and he's like no 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 here for the most part the doctors are in network he's like yes that's in there but the doctors want to get paid is what they want to do so when it comes to any type of surprises he's like that's very very rare is what that is and I'm like okay cool so now (laughs) after going through all of this and I was telling them I'm like look I I don't want to be difficult I'm I'm just I don't have a choice but to go through this stuff and ask questions (laughs) 
and they're laughing and everything. So I finally sign off on the stuff. I pay the copay, and I'm still talking with the 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 young lady who was telling me about her son being a patient of this hospital because again they they specialize in cardiology as well that's one of the things they specialize in also the guy was telling me cuz i had asked him something and he had mentioned that well this hospital is one of the largest hospitals in the whole state of texas he said it's one of the largest or the largest hospital in the state of Texas. One of the two. But he's like, it's, this hospital is really huge and apparently they're really a big deal. And that's what the girl whose son is a patient of the hospital, I think she said her son was like 13 years old, was telling me too, was like, this particular hospital is a really big deal. And I'm like, okay, good. You know, everything worked out fine. I'm in good hands. So her and I are chatting it up and then we're talking about Los Angeles and we're talking about Dallas and just a whole bunch of other things. And then finally, after we finish chatting, she she goes off and then continues her job with collecting information and collecting payments and whatnot. Well, this remember, I had told you at the beginning of this, there was this guy that came in and sat down next to me. He wasn't too far away. Well, remember the nurse I told you about this that was obsessed with my veins? Well, she comes to that guy. And the guy and the guy and his mother, he's like a teenager. And in teenager is in late teens, 18, 19, something like that. He's a college student. So the nurse starts checking the guy's vitals while he's next to me. His, his seat isn't that far away from me. The nurse is looking and she's like, wait a minute. So she stops what she's doing. She runs and goes and gets an oxygen tank for this guy. Now, this is the kicker. The guy has asthma. Trust me, it's going to get more interesting. Just stay with me here. The guy has asthma. As they're talking, the mother is explaining to the nurse that they had went to the urgent care the night before. They tested him for COVID and it came back negative. Mind you, he had COVID a month prior. Okay. As she is explaining this story to the nurse... I'm sitting. Now, when I sit, usually if I'm in a chair, I naturally lean to the left. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I do it. I just naturally lean to the left. So, I'm leaning to the left as she's telling the nurse the story about what's going on with her son. And I'm thinking in my head, (laughs) is she thinking that since you know, COVID was mentioned (laughs) that I'm leaning to the left because of that. (laughs) But anyways, so she's explaining everything to the nurse. This is the other kicker. When he had COVID, he didn't use his inhaler once. She said that he hadn't used his inhaler in almost five years. 
And she said when he had COVID, he didn't even use his inhaler. He just had like a little cough and some sniffles and that was it. But they didn't know, the urgent care didn't know what was going on. They were talking about, um, I think they gave him some steroids or something like that. And because the test came back negative, there there wasn't really too much that they could do. And then, of course, he was having issues breathing, which is why, you know, the next day, which is the day that I was there that Friday, which is why he was in the emergency room. So the nurse gets him oxygen and does that. But they're running tests and so far everything is like mm, they don't know. And that's what was kind of frustrating. And as I'm listening to this story, because again, there's no privacy, just like they knew all of my business (laughs) while I was there, I knew all of their business. Which is fine. It's whatever. You know, we're, we're all at the hospital for a reason to be seen for medical issues. But when they were explaining all of this, that they had done some tests before, they had done this, they had done that. I'm just like, oh my goodness, how I can relate to these stories. How you've tried this, you tried that, and you still don't have the answers that you're looking for. Oh boy. But I digress. So... They got him a room very quickly because they they determined that he needed a room. So after that happened, the nurse, the ninja, came back to me and she's like, I need some more blood. I'm like, okay. She's like, we just need to make sure that everything is on the up and up. Because after we test, after we run the test, if something is a little bit off, we want to test again to see that things have stabilized or what have you and everything else. And then the, the ER doctor comes and says pretty much what the nurse had said, that, hey, we're going to wait on the um, stuff. But so far, everything is looking good. You don't have any blood clots or anything like that. And I'm like, well, remember when you were talking about that enzyme that was a little bit elevated earlier? Well, if it wasn't a blood clot and it wasn't this, then what caused it? He's like, well, it could be anything. I'm like, well, that that doesn't answer the question. I'm like, well, could it be stress? Could it be lack of sleep? Could it be, you know, indigestion? What could it be? He said it could be any of those. I'm like, oh. My goodness. My goodness. But he said, based off of all the tests that we've ran, it isn't anything that is life-threatening. He's like, we're going to refer you to a cardiologist, which they did, and set that up. But I'm, he's like, once your blood test comes back and confirms everything for sure, then we're going to go ahead and let you go. So after about an hour or so, the final blood work came back. And they're like, okay, you're good to go. And they gave me the referral and um, gave some recommendations and all this other stuff. And it's like, okay. A few days later, they follow up in regards to the referral. 
A few days after that, they follow up again to make sure everything's on the up and up. I'm like, wow. And then when they followed up the second time, the guy that I was talking to, him and I talked on the phone for about 20 minutes because I was telling him, yeah, you know, I moved from L.A. and all this other stuff. And then he's like, oh, you're going to love you're going to love Texas. He's like, the winters are short. He said the summers can get a little bit hot. Then he started talking about all this other stuff. And then he was talking about the cardiologist. And then I was telling him that I believe that it might have actually been acid reflux, which also the ER doctor mentioned that could have been a possibility too. And I was like, after I was analyzing everything, I, I would think it was a severe case of acid reflux and, you know, heartburn, indigestion, all that stuff. And he was like, oh, you should check out. And then he started giving me information for that. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I'm just getting all the information. So, yeah, it's it's just, it was an experience. But, it, but a good experience is what it was. It was a good experience. So, I have a referral working on that as well as working on other things because I'm in the process of lining up the doctors that I want to work with and even the non-doctors because also I'm looking for a more holistic approach with certain things as I do my journey of health and fitness and again trial and error that, that, that's where I'm at now trial and error. We're going to see what works. We're going to see what doesn't. Because the the main goal is to be the best of the best when it comes to health for myself. To be back at my peak and better. Pre-mono. So that's where I've been at. But that was my visit to the hospital. It was the staff they were rough around the edges and there were other things that happened at the hospital that I could tell you about. <laughs> Cause um, oh, there was this one part. <laughs> there, Cause I had to get up and go to the restroom. That was the other thing too, because you know, it's cold in hospitals. And for those of you who may not know the reason that you usually go to the bathroom more when it's cold is because it causes your vessels to contract, it raises your pressure, and your body is like, I need to get rid of this pressure, hence you need to go to the bathroom. So I had to go to the bathroom. So I wasn't sure if the light switch was red. And you know, usually when something is red, it's like, don't touch in case of emergency, or this is only for special occasions, or don't use it or somebody else has to turn it on for you or whatever. So a nurse was passing by me as I was preparing to go to the restroom and I had seen the red light switch and I'm like, excuse me. I was like, am I allowed to touch this? Is this the light switch? And she's like, yeah, that's the light switch. She's like, you acting brand new. She's like, yes, that's the light switch. Turn on the light switch so you can go to the bathroom. (laughs) So yeah, there were just other moments while, because mind you, I was there until I got there probably, I want to say close to nine-ish, ten-ish, whatever. It was either late nines, early tens. I didn't get out until close to three. I would have been out sooner if 
one of those enzymes that they look at wasn't elevated more than the doctor would have liked. But of course, they had to do all the other tests. They had to do the CAT scan and all this other stuff. And then they had to run more blood work and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, so I was there for a while. And while I was there, just observing everyone doing what they what they do, when I tell you it would have been great material from from a script writer's point of view, for those who may not know, yes, I know how to write scripts <laughs> and short stories and all types of other stuff. This the, that environment was gold when it comes to that. The whole experience was gold in itself. But it was all worth it because it gave me insight on some things and also it gave me an amazing referral too for a cardiologist that I plan to follow up on as soon as Mercury starts going direct which will be in a few weeks so yeah looking forward to doing that so that is where we're at on my hospital visit I don't know if this was entertaining for my listeners, but I tell you the experience was entertaining for me. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, and Audible, as well as several other podcasting platforms. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Until next time, be blessed.